BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on v It's good to have you on board here on a football Friday, a pre-Christmas football Friday. Mitch Moss, Polly Howard live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino. And this show is brought to you by DraftKings every Friday at this time. Adam Chernoff joins the program. He's awesome, analyzing, betting on the NFL, breaking down all these games. You can follow him on X at Adam Chernoff, and you can listen to his podcast. It's called The Simple Handicap. Adam, happy holidays. Merry Christmas. How are you? Same to you guys. Doing mm-hmm. great. We are a couple hours away from, from a big weekend, so maybe a bit of a, an exhale here as we get football spread out across a couple days. Yep, agreed. Bob, before we get into the games, your takeaways from last night, uh, the final score, a little misleading. That was all Rams. Mm-hmm. They were awesome on offense yet again. Uh, what caught your eye watching them um, take out the Saints last night? Another playoff contender team over. And this has been kind of sneaky the last two weeks. Last week on the segment, I think a lot of people enjoyed some of the totals that were given out. Saturday games were going over, got a few more on Sunday, and it's it's probably like, why, why, are we, why are we talking so many overs here? What's going on? But guys, we've seen seven games in the last three weeks between these wildcard teams in the AFC and the NFC playing each other that are kind of like, you have all these teams, six in the AFC, six in the NFC, they're kind of bunged up for those last one or two playoff spots for the wildcards, six and seven, seven and seven, eight and seven, right in that range. All these games have gone over. And so what's happening here? Why is this happening? I thought last night, was a really good illustration of what's going on. We've seen a couple teams in these games get out to big leads, but they haven't taken the foot off the gas like they traditionally have during the regular season. We've seen the teams trailing get into chase mode, and these defenses are playing this prevent, and we're getting teams catching up. Think back to Minnesota, Cincinnati. Cincinnati comes growing back in the fourth quarter. You're getting all these fourth down decision-making that you're leading to more aggression. You're having teams go for it. You're having teams fail around midfield because they're electing not to punt at a slightly higher rate. We're seeing pass rates for these teams spike quite a bit as well. And this all just kind of represents that we're in kind of the elimination game phase with all of these teams when they end up playing against each other. There's so much more urgency and desperation in these games and where it's getting really interesting. Last night was kind of the first example we've had in a couple of weeks where it wasn't the case because that total closed 45 and a half. But we have so many QB question marks that we're usually seeing these games with really short totals, like a few we'll talk about today. But that game to me 
had a lot of points that were unrealized last night where we had the fourth down stops like close to the goal line. We had some short field goals. We had the Saints turning it over around midfield a couple times, but it just kind of represented what we're getting when we have these two wild card teams facing off. And I think it's going to be like that the rest mm-hmm. of the season. Uh, it's just these teams are playing completely different in these matchups than what well, you see during the regular season so far. And and the overs keep coming in. So that's 7-0 and now with these teams and the wild card spots playing each other the last three weeks. How many other games fit that profile to you this weekend then? Well, so we have two more. We have the Saturday game, Pittsburgh-Cincinnati, which essentially acts as an elimination game. Cincinnati 8-6, and six, Pittsburgh 7-7. Seven and seven. There's a a big emphasis on that game as well. And then Cleveland, Houston as well. Houston, eight and six, Cleveland, nine and five. Significant game for both sides. I I think we should talk about each one. Where do we want to start? Do we want to go Saturday game? Yeah, start with Saturday. Rudolph in, no chase. Browning's been awesome. So exactly right. Here we go with the total again. A QB game question mark. And this has been the case for so many of these. We've had uncertainty at quarterback. We've had outdoor games with weather. Hasn't mattered. They've still got over the total. Here's another short total, 38 or 37 and a half, depending where you're looking this morning. We'll talk 38. We'll go over 38. Now, this is a Bengals defense that in that Minnesota game lost DJ Reader. Significant loss on the defensive line for a defense that Mm -hmm. isn't very good to begin with and has been trending down the last four weeks. But you take him off of that defensive line it gives Pittsburgh an out on offense. They're going to be able to run the football up the middle on the Cincinnati Bengals defensive line now. It's a significant loss. And so this downgrade that you're getting from Trubisky to Rudolph maybe isn't sort of going to be the full impact you would expect because there's such an out for the Steelers to move the ball on offense. On the other side, we saw Jake Browning against a very good Vikings defense figure things out, start to move the football concerning now that you're without chase for this game. But I think that this Steelers defense now without both of their starting safeties is still going to give up big plays to this Bengals offense. And so to me, this is another game, even with it being that divisional rematch, which traditionally skews under, we're just that too short of a total for how important this game is for both of these teams and how we've seen all of these games trend. So I would go to the over here and continue that look. Uh, Cincinnati, Pittsburgh, over 37 and a half. Okay, and you had Houston last week. You've been on fire. Now what do you think Cleveland, Houston, Keenum again? And the thing I can't get past, Cleveland number one in points per game at home allowed last on the road. So we'll go over here as well. And this is, again, it's an ugly total, but it's my favorite look of the week at the moment as we're looking at current prices here on a Friday morning. So we'll go over 40 and a half, another game that fits that profile very well. You mentioned the Browns defense. It's been skewed from the points perspective, which is the, the commonly referred to stat, just because the Browns have given up so many explosive plays on the road. There's some other stats that show that the Browns on the road have played a little bit better, but I really think that it does matter. And you're seeing the performance. It just, it just doesn't look the same when the Browns are on the road, couple injuries up front in the pass rush for Cleveland to keep an eye on as well, that I think can be impactful. Uh, But this for, for, for Cleveland going on the road, it's the first time we've seen Flacco indoors since the Rams game. The last two weeks have been outside a little bit of weather impact. It was a good bears defense last week. Now they're playing a Texans defense that's trending down has defensive injuries, multi-level you're missing likely Will Anderson, Cashman's banged up at linebacker, Thomas in the secondary, multi-level injuries impacting the Texans defense, which I think is going to be a problem. Then you have to remember, they just played overtime as well against Tennessee. A uh, game went nearly a full extra 10 minutes. So that was a big game for Houston. Now coming back, I think Case Keenum is a little bit more comfortable in his likely second start in a row. And so to me, this is a spot where it's just another one of these games that fits very well into that profile. The Browns pass rate has been through the roof as is with Flacco. And I think they continue throwing. And I think we mm-hmm. see Houston do their part as well, but super short total here at 40. Let's go over in this one as well, as both of these teams play to that same sort of urgency we've seen from all these playoff matchups. What do you expect Saturday night and the respected money taking uh, the chargers and the points? Okay, so if you're watching right now, we'll do the same thing we did with this one like we did with Houston last week because most spots right now have the Chargers at 12 and a half. This is a standalone game on Saturday. 
I, a lot of people watching this are going to be struggling to find the streaming service that is exclusive yeah. to carry this game. So maybe give yourself a five to 10 minute buffer before kickoff. If you're sitting down to watch this, that's going to be a fun scramble for many. Uh, but wait this one out until tomorrow. Uh, there's going to be a lot of interest in Buffalo, and it's probably very likely going to push this back to 13. I like the Chargers at home getting 13 points. I think they keep this much more competitive. We talk about things that have happened this season, like the playoff games. This is a spot with the new coaching bump that we have seen two other times this season with the Raiders and the Panthers. In both of those instances, it came through and we both times saw that team get a little bit of value on the numbers. So this game was nine and a half on the look ahead. And it was kind of the perfect storm of things that happened last week to push this number out as far as it is. You had the Bills dominate. The Cowboys, who were dealing with the flu, played much worse than anybody expected. And then you had the Chargers obviously quit on Brandon Staley on Thursday night in a game that everybody was watching. So we see essentially a four and a half point adjustment. And what's interesting is with market ratings that cover the league as a whole based on closing point spreads versus final scores. If you look up to this point in the season, the Bills and the Chargers were rated within about four to four and a half points of each other on a neutral field. And so obviously you have the downgrade to Herbert, a lot of that priced into those differentials, but now we're just, we're seeing that off, off the charts because the Chargers have dropped from about 14 or 15th in those ratings all the way to 32nd. And the bills have jumped up all the way to second. And so we've just seen a massive adjustment from last week to this week that I don't think is warranted to begin with. I think it went too far, but we saw it go even further because of this coaching change which is actually a plus historically for teams in the following week. And something I'll say about Smith, who's coming in as the head coach, I'm not going to put him on the same level from a motivational standpoint as Antonio Pierce. But when we think about the big issue with the Chargers, obviously it's been injuries, but it's been a defense that's had a lot of issues all season long. Smith has been with the defense for a long time. Players really like him. And I think you get this element in a similar way that the Raiders got from this rallying around the new coach coming in, who's the defensive guy that they know. I think you're going to get that same effect with the Chargers on Saturday night. And so to me, this number has gone too far, allowing too many. I'll, I'll, I'll say wait right now. Wait for 13. You'll okay. get it tomorrow. Uh, take the Chargers plus 13 for Saturday Night Football. Okay, excellent breakdown. Adam Chernoff, our guest. Again, follow him on X. He's at, uh, at Adam Chernoff. Podcast is called Simple Handicap. We have about a minute left in this segment. You're going to hang around for one more uh, segment for with sure. us. Who would you give the MVP to today? I don't know. I, I don't want to... I'm not afraid to say I don't know. And then for this one, I don't know. I think it's it's clearly the winner of this game based on the odds that are being presented. I say this game is Baltimore, San Francisco. I mean, you have the two favorites playing each other in a massive game on Christmas. Everyone's going to be watching, but uh, I, I, it's so hard to handicap the voters that I yeah. just, I don't have a good answer for it. Okay. Because we'll, we'll then tie it into who you think is going to win the game. What you make of the point spread now, five and a half at last check, pretty much everywhere for the 49ers now. And that's been kind of ping ponging back a little bit this week. But I want to get your breakdown on that and find out who you like on Christmas night, the biggest game of the week, one of the best matchups that we've had, if not the best of the entire year. That's next with Adam Chernoff here on Follow the Money. It's VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, 
Only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Holidays are here. Let Omaha Steaks take the guesswork out of gifting. Get gift packages that are guaranteed to make spirits bright all winter long. OmahaSteaks.com. Save 50% off site-wide. Use code VEASAN at checkout. Get an additional $30 off your order. Filet mignons, burgers, jumbo franks. Easy to prepare meals that are ready in a flash. Omaha Steaks. The possibilities are endless. OmahaSteaks.com. 50% off site-wide. Use code VEASAN. Get an additional $30 off. Gift from the heart and a gift that will be remembered with every unforgettable bite. Minimum order may be required. Double shot every Friday with Adam Chernoff. Simple Handicap Podcast. Rolling on with the NFL. Art Smith going into your pocket here. You got a win out to go over the win total. The line has crept up now as we go from Ritter to Heineke. Also some suspensions with the Colts. Now Atlanta laying two and a half. What do you think? And also you've been on this Colts over train. Art Smith has been in my pocket for about four months. At this point. <laughs> it's not getting any better. Ah, uh, boy, this is do or die for Atlanta. I, I, that game against the Panthers, that was just painful to sit through. Um, you're right, Paulie. This number took off yesterday. It, it wasn't injury driven either. It's been full on pro opinion entering the market. We had one earlier in the week. A couple other groups have had them since. Uh, this number is uh, quite telling based on the move here. I, I think this is a point, though, where the Colts coming in in a bad spot. That is a defense that's getting away with a ton and an offense that as great as they have been for those overs. Uh, again, like you, you're looking at them facing the Steelers down two scores at home. Uh, this is this is a bit of a rocky spot. The Falcons get their offensive line back. Several starters have been out all trending towards playing Heineke in gives them a little bit of a bump. You're going to see Robinson more involved because Heineke's under center. Uh, this is a spot where the Falcons win, cover, keep the season alive, keep the NFC South interesting. Uh, going to be tough to get through, but we're taking the Falcons one last time. Wow, mm. you are you are confident here with all this right. team, and you're. It's, I mean, I listen to the podcast all the time. It feels to me like you're a big Steichen guy. Definitely, I, Mitch. You said it in the first segment. Like the coaching mismatch here is enormous. It is. I don't know if it's enough to overcome the spot and how it sets up for Atlanta in this one-off game. I, I think that this is a spot where Atlanta plays through. But there's no question Steichen's done a phenomenal job. Um, but this is about where I'm going with Atlanta. Okay. So what you said before the break, it is very difficult to handicap the voters when it comes to awards. Purdy is minus two dollars in that range almost everywhere. Even a little bit higher here at Circa. Um, the point spread for this game is five and a half. Paulie thought when it was uh, the opener at five, I think he said it's way too short. And I've heard a ton of people make the case for the 49ers. What is your position here on this game? Okay, it's going to completely come down to what happens with the 49ers defensive line injuries. I think that that is a massive impact on this game. So watch later today, see what's going on with Hargrave, see what's going on with Armstead. What does not get discussed in my opinion, enough is the fact that the 49ers on the season 
28th in EPA per play against the run, 22nd in defensive success rate against the run. You can run Mm. on San Francisco. The way that San Francisco has been able to disguise that is by building massive leads. So teams have not been able to run on San Francisco because they have been playing catch up. If you are Baltimore now and you're coming into this game, you have a passing offense the last few weeks that has been anything but crisp is the way that I would describe it. It's just, it's not right. The drop back passing game hasn't been as, as good as we probably expected it to be earlier in the year. This has to be a game, especially now with Keaton Mitchell out where you lose more explosiveness, where the Ravens have to revert and just run like crazy. Like we have seen them do the last couple of seasons. This cannot be a game that Munkin wants his offense to look like how he wants it to. He needs to revert. He needs to run Lamar. He needs to use multiple backs out of the backfield. He needs to attack the middle of the field. If those two guys are out, I think you're going to see interest in the Ravens and this number tick down. Now, with all of that said, if those two guys play, if the 49ers get an early lead, I don't know how the Ravens are consistently going to get stops because this is a 49ers offense that's playing at another level. And there's just a lot of variance to me with this. I don't have an opinion on the side. My initial thoughts were, how can I find a way to bet Baltimore in this game? Because I thought maybe it was just pushing a little bit too high. That was my stance on it. But to me, it all comes down to those two defensive line injuries. Don't know the status of them. Can't bet it. If they're in, this number is going to go up. If they're out, this number is going to come down. That's what the Ravens have to do in this spot if they want a chance to stay competitive with the Niners. Okay. Our previous guest called it the fraud bowl. Certainly the loser of this game. Everyone will mock them and, and say you can't beat anybody a good. Miami at home against Dallas. Every All 10 Miami wins are against teams with a losing record. What do you think? Yeah, I kind of throw that angle out the window for this game specifically because I think you can say it about both teams. And I think if you're evaluating sort of the more fraudulent of either, if you can even call it that, you're probably criticizing the Dolphins schedule, especially the offenses they have faced recently. You're probably criticizing that a little bit more than you would be criticizing what the Cowboys have done. Uh, The reason I liked the Cowboys in this game was because I thought last week wasn't maybe a true representation of what they are. And I know the bills dominated them, but I do think that flu situation really mattered. And I, I, we've seen it really now for four weeks where any player that has had this illness or flu designation on the injury report, their performance has dipped significantly. The Cowboys had 10 plus guys fit that criteria. And so again, it's not a full excuse that I'm lobbing out. They still got absolutely killed, but I I think that they certainly can show better in this game. What worries me for Dallas in this spot is they lead the league in man coverage rate. They play more man than any other team in the NFL. If Dan Quinn keeps the defense consistent and goes out with the same coverage scheme and tries to go man straight up against the Dolphins wide receivers, it doesn't matter how many offensive line injuries the Dolphins have. Two is going to get the ball out of his hand. And under two and a half, under 2.2 seconds, even it's going to get it out of quick. These wide receivers are going to win and the Dolphins are going to put up a ton of points. So Dan Quinn has to throw some sort of an adjustment out. The path here for the Cowboys defensively is pressure up front. It's going to have to get there extremely quick. But the Dolphins have had at some point this week, every single offensive line starter not participating in practice. And so. That's going to be a massive injury report for Miami that we're going to see later today. The status of the guys on the O-line are huge because that's really going to dictate if the Cowboys can do enough on defense to potentially earn the cover. Um, So for me, Cowboys are nothing but waiting to see that injury report hold off on making any bets yet. Okay, final game here on the docket. Uh, Important one for the Vikings. They get the Lions twice over the final three weeks of the season in their playoff uh, lives on the line, obviously. Um, respected money on the Vikings this week. Lines are now down to three. It's even money here on that three at Circa, and I'm seeing that trend in other spots the same way. Do you agree with uh, the Vikings' money this week? Mitch, I'd say respected money is an understatement. Uh, it's been very respected money all week. Pros I talked to, they're all on it. Pros who are in group chats with other pros saying they're all on it too. Mm. Like it has been consistent pro money all week on Minnesota 
Uh, Detroit's going to be a very, very popular side this week in terms of just uh, people going out, looking at the number and taking it. And despite all of that and the volume coming in on Detroit, I mean, there's been nothing but buys coming in on Minnesota. And so to me, that's been pretty telling because you think about Detroit last week, they were one of the more popular pro sides overall against the Denver Broncos. And, and the reason we're seeing this flip is because the Denver Broncos defensively compared to the Minnesota Vikings defensively, mm-hmm. night and day mm-hmm. in terms of tendencies of scheme, in terms of pressure rate, in terms of how frequently they're able to switch up against play action. Uh, everything that the Broncos do poorly is everything that the Vikings do well. And the Lions were able to run the ball consistently. They got play action going. They took advantage of the Broncos' third road game in a row. And now they're facing a Vikings team that is just such a different matchup for them that I think it's going to be a problem. And uh, fitting to end with the good old Jared Goff betting checklist, is he on the road? (laughs) Is he laying points? Is he under pressure? And, I mean, we've been talking about it for four years, and you're saying yes to all three in this game against the Vikings. And we know that's where his performance dips quite a bit. And so really the reaction here from pros is that that win against Detroit was solely matchup based. It wasn't necessarily them sorting everything out. Now they're facing Mm -hmm. the Vikings on the road in a tough spot in an early game in a packed stadium. Uh, Lots of love for the Vikings from everybody that I respect so far this week. You're the man. We have 45 seconds here. You had, for those who don't know, Yamamoto signed overnight with the Dodgers, 12 years, $325 million. You had a question for us about the Dodgers. Are the Dodgers not allowed to promote the Angels? Or, pardon me, are the Rams not allowed to promote the Angels? It was like oh. Otani just arrived in the city yesterday. He's yeah. been there for five years. I know, yeah. right? Yes. It's 45 minutes away. Yeah. It was the most ridiculous promo of an athlete I've seen. Well, I, I don't know. There must be a disagreement there between the Rams and the Angels. That was silly. No, good observation. Uh, follow him on X at Adam Chernoff. His podcast is called The Simple Handicap. Love talking to you, man. Happy holidays. Have a great day with you, the wife, the family, coming up this weekend as well with Christmas. Thank you. Best of luck this weekend. Same to you guys. Same to everybody watching as well. We'll see you on the other side of the weekend. Yep. We'll recap last night's betting action with win some, lose some next here on VSIN. And win some, lose some. Puka first touchdown, eight to one. Rams to win between seven and twelve points, five to one, to score first and win plus two twenty. Shahid anytime touchdown, plus three seventy five. Successful two point conversion, plus two seventy. Lakers set everybody last night on a back to back. Minnesota four and a half up to eight and a half. You could have middled it. They won by seven. Pelicans plus one went off a four point favorite and routed the Cavs. The Bulls from three and a half up to six blew out the Spurs. And what was that in the bowl game? South Florida and under from five and a half down to three and 57 and a half down to 55. 45 nothing Bulls. Good look by Syracuse last night. Oh, God. Horrible. Dallas Stars, 11 straight first period overs. 10 of their last 11 games have gone over. I found minus 132 last night. Really? Gotta the, keep jumping on that. The first period, That's yeah. been great. Subscribe, be part of the team. vcin.com, our radio and podcast friends. You always want to see these tweets and videos. Never seen this before. How about a deer and a dog playing chase? He's got the fence. The deer's outside. The dog in the yard behind the fence. And they're just going back and forth. Maybe they do this every single day. They're coming in. All right, we go all the way back. And let's run it back. You good? Okay, here we go. I got you here. I have the lead. That's awesome. I can't believe that video. Over and over and over again with the deer and the dog having a good game of chase. This is my little boy enjoying life. Having a good time out at the, yeah, just hanging out in the water. Getting ready, looking around. Corgi, little Corgi hanging out. I think that's called splooting when they do that with the back legs. Okay. My dog Dexter used to do that all the time. All right. And this guy, this I saw a video of this. He, the dog eventually like takes off and scoots. Good for uh, him. Yeah, yeah. That it's is a, great. Yeah. I cannot begin to tell you how bad of a loss that was last night for the Pistons. Updated numbers at DraftKings in a second. They've lost 25 in a row. 
The record in a single season is 26. Their next two games are against Brooklyn. The record's the 2010-11 Cavs and the 13-14 Sixers. The record for most consecutive losses is the 76ers uh, trust the process 28 in a row. They took money, plus one went off a two-point favorite. Utah sat four of their top seven scores. Cade Cunningham said, we're not two and 28 bad. We're going to turn this around, or two and 26 bad, excuse me. Utah was playing their third game in four nights. They gave them 50 points off turnovers and rebounds. As Monty Williams said, we were outworked. They are chanting, sell the team during the game. Updated win total at DraftKings is nine and a half. That'd be the record. Nine. It's under four, under is a five to one. Will the Detroit Pistons win 10 games? Is there value on that? Look at the schedule coming up. They might not win a game till uh, February or March. What'd they give Monty Williams? Well, it was 70 million. Gigantic contract. I know. That yeah. could be problem number one. They've also been picking extremely high in recent drafts. Yeah. How can you have all these high picks and be this bad? 26 in a row. Uh, and last night, I mean, I'm I'm looking at the injury report in the you know during the day yesterday, and it's just one guy after another, not playing, not playing, well, out ruled right. out for the for the Jazz. I'm like, oh, if, they, if they're going to win a game, it has to be tonight. Outworked. Three games and four nights debacle, just like this. Alabama slugger sent this in. You go to a movie, and your first move is to take your shoes off? Two people? And then put them on the seat right in front of you? There you go. Raise them up so everybody in the house can see them? Oh, God. At least they had socks on, at least. Great job putting them on front street. Man, you sent this in. Residential masterpiece? What? What is this? Do you know what you have any info on? It was in Fortune magazine? Well, they uh, when you really like break it down and look at it from like level by level, this place is... Wow. Just absurd. And the reason why it's taking off and popular, one of the BTS singers okay. from, from that group, he, yeah. he, I don't know how much of it he owns, but he bought a chunk of it for like $26 million. Like, look at that. Look at the way it's framed. Look mm. at the way it's shaped. Look how high it is. Yeah, I like it. It's incredible. That is good. Great job sending that in. Lose some. No flex. Week 17. We couldn't get Miami, Baltimore for likely the one seed on Sunday night. They did. And, and we have 10 early and three late. The league really did a poor job this year flexing. It's the least amount of flexing I can remember. Yep. Remember they teased us, so we can flex out a Thursday night, on a Monday night. Yep. Why, why even have the rule then if you're not going to do it? Terrible. Lose some. It's a win some and lose some. I just watched it along with Luke, our producer. Murder in Boston. Three-part series on HBO. I remember this. It was national news the Charles Stewart story. Oh, my God. Check it out. It's worth your time. The The final episode was this. It, it's bananas. Time frame? Like, when did this actually happen in real life? Was it late 80s, Luke? 89. I remember when it happened. Okay. And this is just wild. Three parts. Murder in Boston uh, on HBO. Couple bad beats. Rams laying a half. Second half. Up 13-0. Saints score. No big deal. But then the block punt. They're not going to go 80 yards. They get the short field that also put their team total over. The game over as well. As well. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, ridiculous. Juice Reel, a free betting intelligence app and a tool every better needs. It links your betting accounts into one app. In-depth analytics on your betting history. Access to the betting history of billions of bets placed by all Juice Reel users. Billions of data points. Tail the winners, fade the losers. Download it now. R-E-E-L, Juice Reel. Apple App Store, Google Play Store. It's free. Juice Reel. Well, you said it there. I mean... When the injury report was coming out last night for Utah, out, 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 and you still can't win the game, and you get outworked, you're not supposed to lose at home when a team's played three games in four nights and four of their top seven starters are sitting. Yep. They would tie the record with a loss Saturday against the Nets. They would break it with a loss against the Nets at home Tuesday. But after, <clears throat> after that, it's Boston, Toronto, Houston, Utah, Golden State, Denver, Sac, those are on the road. You can't even look at this and say, well, you play the Spurs at home or you go to Washington and that's you're going to win that. I mean, they're, they're putrid. This would it, be fun, a fun exercise, playing the schedule game with the Pistons. Yeah. Can, can you find yeah. eight more wins on the schedule for them this year? Is that possible? You, you want to take a little bit of that, if you could? Under nine and a half is I five like to one. I do. I like that. I missed now. It's it's really, it's really come down. 
someone someone is actually offering a prop while they win a game. I think it's like, you know, 400 I, to one or I something. I think DraftKings had that. Oh, well, they had, I think it was DK. It was 1,000 to one. Oh, my God. I, I <laughs> well, think, they lose out, I think is what they call it. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> I think it's the perfect storm. You have a coach who has all this power and all this money, and he's going to do it his way and teach these young guys, a lot of them who can't play, how it's going to be. And I mean, you know what's what he said after the game? I got to be careful with what I say. So for Monty Williams. And they and just laid it out about how we were outworked, out-hustled, how can this happen? And then it seems like these guys are a little uh, well, tough okay. to coach or some issues going on, too. Okay, we've, we've had but this You nailed it. You can't have top five picks every year and look like this. It's a scene, man. It's now a home court disadvantage. They're chanting, sell the team during the game, and it's loud. Okay. Uh, at the risk of being the Mr. Scrooge here on Christmas weekend, we've had this conversation before about, uh, you know, the generation. 20-year-old kids nowadays. Yeah, bro. I, yeah. You can't deal with them, right? And people Communication's will chime, big, yeah. Right, people will chime in uh, 40 years old and above, they're set, and they'll tell us, I can't believe what it's like. Right? People who own businesses, I can't trust. Anyway, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. Long story short, is there something to it where the pride's not going to be there. And oh, by the way, these contracts that kids are getting nowadays are more than ever before. And they're like, ah, my contracts pay me 9 million bucks over three years. I, I don't, I don't have, pa I play pas basketball because I'm good. I have no passion. I don't care if we win basketball. I can't believe it. Am I being that, uh, an awful person no, for suggesting no, that? No, there's something like that. That plays into it. I make all this money and it's, well, okay. It's fine. also something. I'm, I'm so worried about social media and what I'm doing off the court. You know, with, with, you see what Zion's doing and Tyreek Hill and some other stuff. But it, certainly Tyreek delivers and a great player, but too focused on what's going on in your personal life. How many players have the drive of uh, Kobe Bryant oh, right. and Michael Jordan? Yeah. What's that percentage of, of players, right? I just saw the story. It was from Smush Parker. They, they had lockers next to each other. He goes, don't talk to me. You're not on my level. You don't have enough uh, notches under your belt to have a conversation with me. You know, some people might think that's mean, but that's that's also Kobe Bryant. But mm -hmm. how about Cade Cunningham? We're, we're not two and twenty six bad. Yeah, you are. If you lost we're to the Jazz last around. night, yes, you are. That's embarrassing. I mean, if you can't win that game, what, when's the win coming? Uh, no so kidding. So you also have this, and we've talked about this many times. <laughs> you think you want to lose to these guys? That's where the that's where the motivation. And and pride comes in on the other side. The other side, you don't want to lose to these guys. They're going for a record. Well, here's another They're thing terrible. too. Not, not again. The the point spread is the tremendous. It's the equalizer, right? Not only is it a twenty what twenty six game losing streak. Uh, twenty five. Twenty five. What? So what are they? Five? Are they five they nineteen and one ATS now? In that stretch. Wow. Getting blown out. Yep. Like that's blown almost. Out. That should be impossible to be that bad ATS. In pocket plays, what we are betting uh, tonight, this weekend, moving forward for Christmas weekend next here on VSIN. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents. A new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. In the penalty box, didn't go our way last night. Shahid gets me. Longest top. Of course, the Saints score one touchdown the first three quarters, but it was a bomb. Longest touchdown under 39 and a half. The Saints also couldn't kick a field goal. Both teams to score a touchdown and make a field goal. And largest lead under 14 and a half. All no good last night, Monday night football. Or Thursday night football, excuse me. Uh, we turn the page now. Soccer. If this loses, I'll be very disappointed. League two. Mansfield Town, $1.60 against Sutton. Sutton United is in last place. Mansfield's hot. Some places, the second or third choice to win the league. They're in fourth place in the table. They've played well. I'll leave $1.60 on a packed weekend and matches every day other than Christmas coming up in soccer with the lower leagues. Championship League, the level under the Premier League. Ipswich leads over two and a half. That's an early start tomorrow morning. Eight of the last ten Ipswich matches have gone over two and a half goals. Also, Plymouth and Birmingham City over two and a half as well in the Championship League. Give me the Cowboys in the Fraud Bowl, plus one against the Dolphins. I'll take the Browns, also a bit of a mini hedge against the Texans with my future ticket on the Texans. Browns lane three. I don't think it's going to go well for Case Keenum, who didn't do much in the win last week against the Titans, and Flacco's been unbelievable. Buccaneers lane three against Jacksonville. Same thing. It's going to be Bethard for Jacksonville. Mayfield's been hot and very disappointed in uh, Jacksonville's defense the last couple weeks. And, uh, you know, you know, talking to you and Chernoff as well, I got to take the Packers. The Packers can't win this game. I don't care who's out. Oh, you don't? Okay. I don't care. It's uh, Bryce Young did nothing last week. They scored nine points and won. They haven't run a play in the fourth quarter with the lead. It's least it's not Desmond Ritter, who I was taking on the road last week. Green Bay season on the line. I'll lay the five with the Packers. You also have some pending here. Lions look ahead. Lane three against the Vikings. They can win the division for the first time since 93. I didn't think Nick Mullins would look that good against Cincinnati. Okay, can he do it again? And don't be a moron. Put more on there it. There you go. Took the two and a half with the Browns and also laid three. I just think it's going to be uh, it's a big drop-off from Stroud to Keenum. I mean, that's, I'm not splitting the atom there. All right. College basketball play. Look good the yesterday. Weekend. All right. This, uh, this number might be around for another minute or so. I've watched Kentucky basketball my entire life. This team is phenomenal. Now, I'm saying phenomenal. they are wow. the power rating that this team can play to. I, I'm blown away at the talent on this team. This is one of Calipari's best teams. 
Now, I'm setting myself up for failure because it's him as the head coach, who I can't trust as far as I could throw him. But I've, again, watching this team play for as long as I have, I, I love so much about the makeup of the team. And oh, by the way, they have Reed Shepard, who, man, uh, some, some, uh, another Kentucky fan asked me a question two weeks ago, said, can you imagine a college basketball team that had like 10 Reed Shepherds on it? I think they had, they'd be 40, yeah. you know. Um, I, I am up to my ears in tickets on this team to win the national title. I finally bet them to win the, uh, or to make the final four last night at five to one as well. They're like 17th uh, at Bart Torvik, 20th overall Ken Palm. I, that's fine early on with the numbers. I'm telling you that the power rating that this team can play to is as good as any team in the country. Uh, Cowboys money line. I want to make this a whale play. You can find even money right now mm. on the on the money line against the Dolphins. So it's going to go one of two ways here. Uh, I bet it earlier. If the injury report from Miami comes out in my favor today, I will keep adding and I will bet the Cowboys much bigger. If it doesn't come out that way, I'm not going to I'm not going to do anything else with it. But it's a very key injury report. You need to really check out who's going to be playing on that offensive line for the Dolphins and find the status of that. And also some of the key players on defense and the skilled guys as well, O-line being the key, and uh, Buccaneers-Jags. This kind of fits Chernoff's criteria. He didn't bring this up as one of the plays. Both teams kind of need it for their playoff lives. Yeah. Uh, Buccaneers-Jags, I think Bethard will be fine moving the football against his Buccaneers defense, and the, the Jacksonville D is terrible. They can't stop anybody yeah. right now, so I'll go over 41 in that game. All we want for the holidays is some NBA action. Oh, Falcons Colts over as well. Not pending yep. that one, yeah. Colts eleven and three to the over this year. Great schedule Saturday. Bucks Knicks at nine in the morning. Celtics Clippers at noon. Five games on Christmas. Get one hundred and fifty instantly in bonus bet just for betting five dollars. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code Follow. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook. Code Follow. The crown is yours. Here it is. Will the Pistons lose out seven hundred to one at DraftKings? Will they still be stuck on two wins January 17th or later? By January 17th, 18 to 1. And then you can bet when will the next win come against? Who will it come against? January 10th, it's the Spurs. It's 13 to 1. They're in the 3 to 1 range with the two Brooklyn games. All that's up. And again, the, uh, the adjusted win total is now 9.5 under 5 to 1. Will they beat Brooklyn this week? No. They play them Saturday, then next Tuesday? No. One of them games is at home. Yeah, the Tuesday games at home. Yeah. Not happening. And that would be the record then. After that, I mean, they get Portland. No, that's check that. That's uh, November. I got to get to January here. Look at the road schedule coming up. They got a long road trip. At Houston, at top Utah. top teams in the league. At Golden State, at Denver. That's the same road trip. They come back home. They get Sacramento. Houston's in there. Yeah. Oh, they play at Washington on January 15th. Yeah, who cares? I mean, Washington. What's that? Yeah, like... They get Minnesota on the 17th, hence that day, but then they get Milwaukee back-to-back days. I I go back to something you said about young people in this generation. You you got to pick a street here, right? I mean, this could go a couple directions. It actually could get worse, or you could say, I'm mad as hell, I'm not going to take it anymore, and I'm tired of being a joke and a punchline. But for Cade Cunningham to come out and say, we're not 2-26 bad, we're going to get this turned around, he looks defeated. The look on his face, the body language overall. Not good. Let me bring this up. Okay, so we started the show with the Rams-Saints game from last night. Rams covered, game went over. They were impressive. Another pending bet that I have, two weeks ago, Rams were plus 240 to make the playoffs. Two weeks ago, we talked about it on the air, gave it out. They're minus 250 this morning. Loved it, Now, how about this? On the season, Puka Nakua after last night, 95 catches, 1,327 yards, has five touchdowns. He needs 129 yards over his last two games to break the record set by Jamar Chase a couple years ago, 1455 for a rookie. He needs 11 catches to break Jalen Waddell's record of 104 a couple years ago. He is all the way down to like 650 to win the rookie of the year this year. Stroud was minus 20,000 last week. Going to miss the game again on Sunday. As I understand it, it was back-to-back games with a concussion. It's 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 him. Yeah, it's really, really bad. Yep. We, we talked about this for a minute yesterday. Can anybody else steal this award? If Nakua breaks both those records, like what does plus 650 turn into after Sunday when Stroud doesn't play again? Is it Mac Jones part two? 
It very well could be. He wasn't that high. He was five, six dollars. But if Stroud doesn't play the next, if he misses three, four games in a row, I, I don't. I th- I think that maybe yeah. maybe the numbers here are going to be too good for Nakua to ignore. I'll give you one other guy. Well, here's what I said at the top of the show: nobody has come in and dominated the league as a rookie like Randy Moss in '98. He had 17 touchdowns. Puka's got more yards. Now, yeah. the game has changed, but they also had Chris Carter and Robert Smith. For sure. And they had Cunningham. Yeah, through, yeah, right. Cunningham knew is, what he was doing. He threw the ball deep. This is staggering. What he's, I mean, the guy's buck 50, and then how creative they are getting him the ball. And, and the biggest play was the end around to get the first down, too, yeah. on the rushing. Now, I bet a little Nakua last night. I could lose every bet because I don't have Stroud. But I am uh, I'm heavy on Gibbs. I bet a little bit on Nakua if he were to steal it. That way it would neutralize some of the bets that I made on Gibbs. But also, I would tell you this. Mm-hmm. This is a big if, but if Gibbs can have a big game on Sunday, he he's beefed up to like 30 or 40 to 1 now. If Gibbs can, I don't know, score twice, this is wishful thinking, he will get back, he, he will be in Puka Nakua range when yeah. we get back on the air next week. Where Puka is at right now, if Gibbs has a really good game and is flashy against the Vikings. I wouldn't be surprised if the Texans win that they come back with Keenum again the following week. If they win the game. If they win the game. Play him at home against Tennessee and say, hey, rely on the defense and this guy's a veteran and we just beat Tennessee on the road. That would be wild because if he would miss more games than this, then it becomes real. Yeah. It absolutely does. I think books were close to taking it off the board Mm -hmm. at one point saying, what's the point? Yeah. Guy's got it wrapped up. Merry Christmas. I'll see you Wednesday. Yeah, same to you, buddy. All right. I'm along with Humans Monday and it's you and JVT Tuesday. We're back Wednesday. I got a kick-ass... Unbelievable Christmas sweater Monday. Oh, I can't believe I found this. Oh, beautiful. So good. And same to you, everybody watching, listening to the show as well. Have a great weekend. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Enjoy it with the friends, with the family. Good luck with the betting as an aside as well. Um, And we'll see you next week. Take care. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human-moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today.